Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Right, welcome in 304 Podcast. Crum and I are here in the studio. We've down a man. Yost has been put to the quarantine. He could be a possible Captain COVID. I don't think I am, though. I'm good. I'm, I'm just looking at my test results. I just came in contact with somebody. And, Where was your mask you know, at, guy? Where was my mask? Yep. Uh, in my vehicle. Are you getting frisky with some bats, Yost? No, I'm not getting frisky with no bats. Well, weird. I'll tell you. How's I that? couldn't do house arrest, boys. I could not do house arrest. <laughs> how's I that? violate that shit in a heartbeat. How's that 14 days been? And then you get the Oklahoma game canceled, which that fucks up your Saturday because that would have given you something to do yesterday. Instead, well, kind of, but Coach Brown called me. He said they heard that I was on quarantine didn't want to ruin my 17-year streak of not missing a home game. There you go. So, so that's why I canceled well, so I was very appreciative of him. That's understandable, but it really made Saturday kind of uh, kind of dull, kind of boring. Not a whole lot of shit on that I cared about. Uh, Bama beat somebody into the ground, and then uh, Florida, Florida and LSU was kind of interesting there to close that show. Um, could that be the dumbest play ever made? In the history of college football, maybe yes. even college sports ever, maybe. and that's maybe including in football history. That's including Weber's timeout against North Carolina. Yeah, well, I mean, to pick up and throw a shoe on, and and now they get a first down because of unsportsmanlike. I mean, come on now. I think it's time for him to enter the transfer portal and he'll go play D two somewhere. That's it's just unbelievable. You would lose your shit and do something like that at that point in the game. Critical third down, third and what, 10? Yep. Yeah. You're yep. going to get the ball back with your Heisman contender quarterback and probably in pretty good field position. And then, a and but a I mean, shit, even then, they go down and they kick, the, they kick the long field goal. But even then, Florida's Heisman contender quarterback brings them down, throws a couple underneath, gets them in position, and they have a shot of their own with a great fucking kicker. How about Eight. their <clears throat> LSU's kicker just banging a 57 yarder? How about not only did he bang it? You couldn't see. He had to just kind of guess where the uprights were. Yeah, the fog fog. was wild. Yeah, they shot a lot of that game, it looked like, on the uh, overhead cam. Couldn't get a lot going from the sideline cams. But, nah, man, football season for us, uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'll be the first one to say it. I think that was a mercy kill for us yesterday. I don't think we were going to compete in that game. Yeah, I think you're right. Get you out of there. Get you out of there. Five and four winning season. Five and oh at home. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. It gets you out of there. It gets it gets him out of the uh, 
gets him out of the crosshairs of those who were looking for reasons to bitch about him. And, you know, the, the 500 season would have been second year in. Here he is. He's 500 again. We get blown out at Ames. We lose an Oklahoma State game we shouldn't have lost. Yada, yada, yada. Now you fucking get out of here in a weird weird season anyway. You get out 5-4. and four. Winning season. Your, uh, your recruiting game is still strong, still going well. Um, you get a bowl game if they play bowl games. Probably not probably not a sexy bowl game but it's a fucking bowl game nonetheless you know not a not a big bowl game but you get one i heard they were tossing around tulsa and maybe some other low-level schools like that they were talking about a matchup in a bowl but i i don't really see the ncaa i don't see how they're going to do bowls i don't either no i don't either and i mean the one i saw had us paired up kind of locally against kentucky which i guess you know if it's going to be something if you go off something local, they gonna play it at Laidley. Close. <laughs> we gonna play it at Laidley? No, I'd say if we played Kentucky, it would be in the Liberty Bowl. Uh. Down in Memphis, I I don't. I, I see more bowls getting canceled as we get closer to the postseason. I, I think I think I think with the way this shit is gone, you you be thankful you got the season off, right? You be thankful that you get. This season, and it doesn't count against guys. They'll get an extra year, so you get a year of, of experience and all that underneath you, and you got this season off. Fuck them bowl games, unless you're playing for the for the big prize. Or one of the major bowl yeah, games. Don't, I don't even care about the major bowl games. I think this year you're lucky to get off the big national championship. I think you bubble that in. You do, you do one host city. Like a Jerry World or somewhere, you bubble them in, you you fly them down a week before the games, test them, test them, test them. You do the weekend with two games, you come back the following weekend, they bang it up, national championship decided, get ready for spring football. Well, Everybody awesome. get vaccinated I mean, if, and let's go. You're going to bu- if you're going to bubble them, odds are there's not going to be fans. You can almost put them down there at Disney and use that uh, – Whatever field, whatever. Yeah, football yeah. Field I mean, it's here. it's whatever you want to do. I'm sure they're going to try to have it somewhere where they can get some fans in, though. So you're not. They're not. The Rose Bowl said they're not having fans. Yeah. L. A. Shocking. I think the Fiesta Bowl's not having fans either. Fucking L. A.'s been shut down since this all started. Nobody wants to go to fucking L. A. Fuck L. A. Fuck that guy. Fuck all that that's going on out there. Nobody cares about L. A. Fuck them. You have it in Dallas or Austin or somewhere where they're letting fans back in. You make your little bit of money. You get the fuck out of this year, and you come back next year when they've got something figured out, hopefully. And then, you know, like, I, like I've said, hey, football I've been done with for about three or four weeks. Ever since the basketball was tipped up, I'm in basketball mode. This basketball too. team is fucking outright killers when they're on. Well, We'll pivot to that. I, I was going to say, for our seniors, I, I feel bad for them. They didn't get their senior day, but it wouldn't have been the same without all the fans there anyway. Um, some guys have put out nice notes on social media. You love to see that. Um, Darius is not coming back. He put his note out. Thank right. you. Once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer. Fields thanked everybody. He said, you know, I was here. Great to be here. While it wasn't in the uh, atmosphere that I had come expecting it to be in, it was great to play, and it was, uh, you know, it was it was a great year for me. And I'm gonna skip the bowl game, and I'm going NFL. Which I don't blame him for skipping the bowl game. I mean, being a transfer and really having no ties, um, you know, I, I kind of saw a couple guys sitting out a bowl 
if we play it. But, you know, as far as skills, you know, that kid's going to play um, playing the bowl game if there is one. I mean, he said he was, but you knew it before before he even issued his farewell statement. Greer also but, uh, said he was going to play, didn't he? Yeah. Don't always hold it to what they say. I'll be honest with you. I, I hope we shut it down. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I what hope the we fuck's do. the matter? I hope, let those kids go home. They haven't been home in God knows how long. They haven't got to see their family. A lot of them are home now. Are they? Well, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. just shut it down. There's no, nothing to be gained by playing in a lower tier bowl. No, shut it opinion. down. Lock your recruits in. Mm-hmm. Get your get your top 10, 12 guys. Lock them in. Make them, make them aware that they are your top 10 or 12 guys and let them know how important they are to you. Who gives a fuck about the Music City Bowl? Or the tire bowl in Mobile, or the barbecue bowl in in fucking Tuscaloosa. You know who gives a shit about any of those? If you're not playing for the big prize, or you're not on New Year's Day, get your bowl game out of my face. Nobody cares about it, especially this year. Yeah, it's so much shit going on, and people aren't going to be able to fucking travel for it. It's just, eh. It's just, it's well, not worth that, it, man. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm more curious to see um, just spring spring ball this year. I'm I'm ready for that. I, I think there's going to be a quarterback competition. I would fucking hope so. But you Goose know, Crowder, Garrett Green, Daggy, Daggy, uh, Kendall. I, is, is he, he back come? again? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Why would he come back? Uh, who knows? Graduate and go do something. I'd be surprised if he comes back. I, would I really too. would. Um, but. You know, overall, five and four, not great, not bad. The about what se- we expected. Season, yeah, about what we – I mean, you figure we play Oklahoma, we probably lose. We play Florida State and Maryland, we probably beat them because they were both trash. I think this year, when, we, when we did our first one, I was looking at a uh, five, six-win season, I think is what I what I said about what I expected. I thought seven or eight wins. You know, the, the one really bad loss was the Texas Tech loss. Not to say that getting blown out by Iowa State wasn't bad, but – Iowa State was better than us. I don't. I don't think there's any question They're about that. They're not that much better than us. No, but we're still a pretty young team. So, other than the Texas Tech game, I mean, Oklahoma State was ours. Oklahoma too. State. Oklahoma. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Just made too many mistakes this year to win games against teams that were probably a little bit better. They'll than be us. back next year. They'll be strong. Letty's back. You got your core Ooh. core line back. You, you think line. he comes back? Well, he's like, yeah. a fucking pro. You, what else does he have to prove, though? Uh, draft position, running back, dude. Running backs are. If you haven't noticed, running backs are not a hot commodity in the NFL. Well, you you only have a limited number of carries. You want to get banged up, banged around another year in college. Well, but like think about it. I mean, he hasn't you really taken a, you want to be a free year, agent. He hasn't really taken the hits. Well, I mean, we'll I mean, that, you know, that's up to them. I think he'll be back, but. You know, like I said, running backs, you get running backs are about a – there's only a couple of real real big studs in the league who are getting that kind of money. Now it's quarterbacks and receivers commanding – and, hell, even tight ends are commanding right. big money. You're not looking at big money running backs anymore. Cause Pass rushers too. Running backs will get you about three or four years and then you're done. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, I mean he's only got a few – a few seasons to strike, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he went pro, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he does, good for him. I think he could. I don't know. I mean, how many running backs are in collegiate football this year? At the end, and you know, you got a few guys. The dude so, at Alabama, he's yeah, tough. you got Nausea a few Harris. guys, so you, you might. The he, two kids at North Carolina, fuck. 
Did you see he, what they did yesterday? Nah. Good they went Lord. off. I mean, did he, you see that, Yost? Yeah. Of course he did. Where else is he going to fucking be? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we closed the close the book on year two of the Brown era. I think it was about what we expected. Um, I think we're we're trending in the right direction. We we played some pretty good football in November until the Iowa State game. You happy with Neil? Yeah, pretty happy. I love the guy. I love the guy. And hey, once I mean again, he comes out, his name starts floating around. South Carolina's for, hired somebody for the South Carolina Ooh. job. He comes out and says, "Look, Is I'm not fired their coach. Put it to rest." Auburn you fired know. their coach. Yeah, they fired. They fired Gus, Gus today. Can today. And Kevin, He's not going to go to fucking Auburn. I wouldn't think so. Uh, he hadn't. He doesn't have the. <clears throat> Maybe Auburn or Dana. Ooh. No, I heard but they blew they, one yesterday. You see, speaking of Dana, boy, he uh, he had a great season. We were we were really destined for something great with him. When did they finish this year? I think three and three. Did, yeah, they hardly played any games. Yeah. They had to cancel their first like three games of the season. I tell you, I, I heard um, heard Texas Tech might fire their coach. You think they'd give Dana a look already? No, no. Kingsbury's no, only been gone Texas for fucking and, year. Are you Texas serious? came out and said that Crybaby Herman will be back next year. Crybaby Herman, Pee Wee Herman. Well, that's that's their own fucking mistake. Big deal on Texas. Let's get out of football. Let's get out of football. I'm done. I'm over it. Depressed. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. Driving Range and Barbecue. A natural grass driving range located in Tornado, West Virginia, beside Big Ben Golf Course. Open seven days a week with golf ball dispenser. Boogie's offers a great barbecue menu with delicious items right off the wood fire grill, fresh every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a newly remodeled clubhouse with bar and a large patio to enjoy the peaceful mountain air. Open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday and 11 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. What's in the bag? Lunch. Big Mac, fries, play you for it. You and me for my Big Mac? First one to miss watches the winner eat. No donkey. <laughs> Get in there. Get in Nothing but net. I think we're gonna be here a while. I suggest you go get a Big Mac. This is for your Big Mac, right? First one that misses? Watches the winner eat lunch. Got it. Off the glass. Get in. Nice shot. <laughs> one knee. Rich knee. Get in there. Off the floor, off the scoreboard, off the bank board, no rim. Over the second rafter, off the floor, nothing but net. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but net.
I'm a bowler, I'm a 20 inch crawler, blades on them pile diamond drop waller, I ten howler, never lead and not a fowler. Break these boys off, I'm a 20 inch crawler, bust a left or right, I'm out of sight, I'm thold, I'm bouncing off the road, I'm in the motor, moving pole, I'm chaining chum, hop out my big body form, chain with the chum, can't forgive me what alarm, I'm hopping, I'm looking good, diamonds get some wood, man it's understood, got money in my hood, I'm pushing big body, can't stop me, for the nine eight, gotta sell a million copy. Alright, we're back talking fucking hoops. Finally. That's what I'm about right now. Picked up the Friday game after the uh, Wednesday nighter was canceled due to Corona. Yost would give you some tips about that and how that will affect your life. Um, We pick up the Friday game. I heard we were trying to get Michigan State. Didn't come to fruition. Boy, that would have been fucking tits to get Michigan State in the collie on a Friday. I heard that. Yeah, I heard he was trying to get Izzo to come down, and they were going to play Michigan State, but we end up with North Texas, and uh, not a uh, not a great game for us Friday, but we got a dub. First half was about as bad as we played all year. I tell easily. you, it looked scary that first half. Looked like they didn't want to be there. Well, I think it's again, you, it's hard to you know. He said at halftime when she asked what his plan was, he said. Uh, they had a horrible day of practice yesterday. I told them, straighten up. You're going to come out. You're going to get beat. This team's not. They're not. They're not a bad team. They, you know, they're they're tops in their conference. They're they got four seniors. They a good team. And they can play. And you're going to come out tomorrow like this. You're going to get beat if you don't straighten up. If you don't wake up. He said, and you look. They haven't woke up. He said, I don't know what I'm going to say to them in here. And they came out. They got it done. They played well, much I- better in the second half. They did, and I like the I like the reporter. I guess Holly Runner or whoever it was said, "Is there anything PG that you could tell us that you're going to say to our team? Say to your team?" And he just kind of looked at her and was like, "No, I, I don't know." Wasn't that Amanda yeah. Maisie? Yeah, yes, it was Maisie. That's yeah, right. coaches, baseball coaches, wife. That's right. But uh, yeah, man, you got that win. You move on five and one. Then you move into today, which was the showcase. Tester, tester. Hello, Princeton offense. Backdoor cuts all over the place. A point guard that's a real pain in the ass. One one at Kentucky. Under six foot tall, just gets after it. You uh, you get a tester, and what happens, gentlemen? We found shooters. Seventy fucking percent in the first half. Yeah, I mean, you finally got to see these. Are, this is the this is the guys that Hugs kept telling you he kept seeing in practice that. You know, we, we could shoot lights out, and we had shooters, and we had this, and then the season starts really like, okay, where the hell are these guys? And I'm, I understand it takes a while to get back in the groove. Things, just like everything else, are just not normal. And then they came out today, and it was, here they are. Here, here's the team that Bob Huggins was telling you about that he was seeing. Uh, I don't expect to shoot that good all year. Ducey had, what, 16 in the first half? Yeah, he he took Seven that guy for in the eight. paint and just wore him out. I love that. that was Seven a, for eight. That was a great in-game adjustment by Hugs. Take the little 5'9 guy and just abuse him. You got four or five inches on him. Taz comes off the bench, creates some shit right away with an 18-footer. McNeil, your boy, is finally hitting some shit from outside. Your boy showed up. He's been my boy since the North Texas game. Showed up, showed out. He's been your boy since he arrived on campus. I, w- I went back and re-listened to the basketball preview, and there is no – I need to listen to more, but there's not a whole lot of me. Are you accusing me of making this up? 
Perhaps. Well, we're gonna you know, have to you know what? Don't worry. Back. I've got at least uh, another nine days on my hands. Your buddy. I didn't want to bring that up because I don't want you to have to eat shit right now, right Deuce, off the bat, Deuce twice, yanked, back to back. Deuce gets yanked for getting backdoored a couple times. They bring McCabe in and... Oh, what's that instant offense? Three balls, steal, pass to McNeil. Oh, come back down, McCabe, for three. Here we go, Jordan McCabe, two for two, six points, a steal, a couple assists. <sighs> <laughs> you got the fucking text. You got the text. You've been waiting for that all year. Been waiting you? for three years. No, but that's his role, though. That's <laughs> been his role, for man. Three fucking years to send that text to somebody. <laughs> yeah, McCabe, <laughs> McCabe, McCabe, and then I hit you with the picture. Then I gave you the picture just in case you forgot what he looked like. But that's the best we passed the ball all year. They look great. They, I mean, that was just the ball stuck a little bit early this year. I, I don't think they had gotten into a groove yet. And when you're not making shots, that's hard to do. They were making them today. They were making them today. O looked completely different. O was running the floor. He looked. He was playing great defense. Well, and that was all hands on deck. That's the depth we've heard about. We'll, actually, we'll not only he hit cut, you. He cut the depth to about seven, and when they went on that big run, there was only seven guys that had played, seven, eight guys. Bridges and Cottrell didn't come in until late in the second half or early in the second half. Right. Bridges didn't see the floor until the second half. Bridges played in the first half. No, sir. No, I don't think he did. Did he, he not? Sherman and, uh, Sherman and McCabe and Gabe are the only ones that came off the bench in the first half, I do believe. Cottrell did not because the big guys weren't in foul trouble. That's so he true. was he was just spelling Gabe in for DC and O, and there was no need for Cottrell to come in. And Bridges, Bridges, for all the flashes he has, he still doesn't look completely comfortable. Boys, I'm telling you what, man. Every fucking game, Cottrell looks just a little bit more yep. comfortable. Yeah, he's gaining mm-hmm. confidence. Mm-hmm. If if he keeps going, man, come March, that's he's going to be key. We got to get Bridges going too, though. I'd like to see Bridges get going, but uh, I'm okay. I, you saw some glimpses from yeah, him. the little putback dunk against North Texas. He's super athletic, and uh, he hit. A, I think he hit a three against North Texas too, right? He's supposedly a really good yeah out of the corner. He had one today that was in and out. <clears throat> I mean, that's tough. Yeah, I like him. I like everybody on our team. Um, I think once O completely wakes up, where teams are in trouble. I, think, took, I mean, it still took O a couple minutes. I mean, he got beat early today. Has you know, kind of lackadaisical down the court. Not really out of position, mainly on that those back cuts on defense. But it kind of seemed once uh, once Hugs yanked him, put him down, and then put him back in, you got to see a little bit different of a player. I think all these guys are finally realizing they're their roles, if that makes sense. They're trying they're finally done with the early season upset over playing time and just realizing, hey, if I want to play over you know, if I want more playing time than Sherman, I need to shoot better than Sherman when I get in there. And it's kind of turned into kind of like our defense in football. Everybody wants to make a play when you're seeing that on our especially this game, everyone was wanting to make a shot, wanting to make a play and stayed with with inside themselves for the most part. You didn't see anyone getting too upset over the no calls that we weren't getting underneath. It's hard to foul when you make jump shots. They they out rebounded us. They out rebounded us in the first right. half. They shot more free throws than us in the first half. And 
we had more fast break points, more steals, uh, more all the hustle stats went to us in the first half. Yeah, the oh, um, the little press we threw at them was interesting. We threw that at North Texas too. That kind of changed that game. I like the little three quarters court thing we're doing. It's more of a zone than what we we saw with Carter and Dax, where it was just intense pressure in your face on the ball. I don't and know it's that. More, I don't know that we have anyone on our team who can go intense in your face like that, other than no. Mister McBride. Well. Yeah, McBride, but that's about. But do you want uh, him doing that though? I mean that that defense. No, I don't want. I don't. Was so frenetic. I mean, it was it was so feast or famine. If we didn't get twenty five turnovers from the other team, and then when you play a team like Kansas that can manage a press that has good guards, you're giving up layups and wide open threes. I mean, I think what we showed with that press, we we busted out against North Texas and Richmond was a lot more. It's more designed to slow them up. And it it was very effective against Richmond because they got out of there. What they want to do was play half court, run back doors. Princeton, you heard them talking about that. They were sped up and uncomfortable as soon as we we busted that out. So I yeah, I, I don't need I, that I like press. See, what the on the ball just yeah, I don't think you need crazy. that. Like when you have guys like Javon and Dax who who could get after it like that, and you you also had some bigs who were back there who could play that kind of role um <clears throat> that's one thing but i don't think you have to try to make that the identity no, of every team you it's have. unrealistic man yeah and it's, it's so unrealistic every team you have is going to have a different identity and I, I for the most part i don't think a bob huggins team playing defense is ever going to be a problem i think the identity that he needs to find and it looks like he has the potential to have found is a team of shooters Yep, and if defense and rebounding is and toughness is never going to be something that a Bob Huggins team is lacking. Well, if it is, they're they're gone. We as we found but out before. If we if they can shoot that way, and not even all of them, if they can get one or two guys to shoot the way they shot today every game, that team's really fucking hard to beat. Here's what yeah, I like what about we did. Today. We shot seventy percent, didn't we? First half, yes. Here, I, okay. I, but we only took twelve three pointers today. This was not some take 35 threes, make 17 like we used to do during when Beeline was here. Just shoot out of your mind. This Every shot that we made was wide open. The guy stepped in and made a like nice jump shot. That's not unrealistic. I mean, if we'd have come out and shot 35 threes and made like 20 of them, like I said, I mean, that is not sustainable for us. We're not that good. No, really, no one outside of like the Warrior Golden State Warriors from three years ago. We had five guys in double figures, right? Today. And they they all did it different ways too. That that's what I liked. I mean, you had Deuce posting that guy up in the paint. He hit a couple threes. McNeil hit some outside shots, but he was also going to the hoop. Sherman, same thing. I mean, they, these were. It, it was the best we've run offense all year, and. Well. I they hope almost built off of it. We they, shot 58% from the floor as a team, 57% from the three, and 53% from the free throw line. Your shooters at the three point at the three point line, McCabe's two for two, Taz is two for three, McNeil's two for two, Deuce is two for two, and then Deuce was nine for eleven on the day, uh, shooting field goals. And then O O finally makes his around the bucket. He gets you a six for eight with a twelve point five rebound performance. But again, man, Culver 
Just another double-double. 10 and 11, 10 points, 11 boards. I don't know how anybody could be disappointed with anything that guy's doing. No. He is a walking double-double. He plays his ass off, too. Do you see him on the floor? I mean, you saw when he came, like, when Huggs had to pull him out just because of – he needed a break. I mean, he was tired. And he tried to walk right past Huggins, and Huggins kind of grabbed him. And you saw the – you saw that coachable moment of, hey, you know, I'm just taking you out because you need to take a breath. And and that was that. Because you kind of saw Derek's body language because he didn't want to come out. He kept kept telling him, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then he has that hustle play and almost has his first steal before the other steal that he got that dunk on. And he comes out. And the kid's unbelievable. And like I said, I mean, if, if you want to talk about a kid that's just completely turned it around, it's been him. And in uh, in a related topic, in Mackey Watch, Spencer Mackey Watch, Mackey got in today. A lot of people had wondered where he's been. It's hard to see the bench because it's so spread out. Ladies and gentlemen, he's still on the team. He checked in today, and you know he he's let one, one fly. Up. He's getting one up, definitely. You know he let one fly. It didn't fall. It didn't fall. We'll have another blowout, and he'll get another shot. Spencer Mackey remains on the team. And he still has zero conscience when it comes to flinging it. I was that, on Mackey Mom Watch. And that is your Mackey update from the Section 304 podcast. I, I liked um, <laughs> Thweet. Taj Tweet? Yeah. Thweet, Tweet. I want to see more of him. They say he's going to be good. I, I really like his game. Uh, the one that True they, freshman, right? Yeah. Yes. The one that they seemed to uh, voice some concern about on the radio was uh, Johnson. They said they continue to try to make that Kedrian Johnson a point guard, and they don't think that's his bag. But they said he's got a free year. He's a Juco guy, so Hugs will beat that to him until he figures it out. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it before, though. The Juco guys normally take a year. Yeah, but if he's not a point guard and you're trying to make him one, it's just yeah, what you're going to keep probably doing. probably won't be around much longer. I don't know. I mean, I, I look back to the Texas Tech game, and, and you, you two have, have given me shit about McNeil because he's not making shots. And – I don't think people realize that Taz Sherman was one for seven in the first half against North Texas. I don't know but, if you realize that Taz Sherman also isn't just his fucking standstill post at the three-point line. Taz well, creates McNeil's his own. not either. McNeil is. got to the hoop. Look, Let's not don't go use, don't right. use well, the I'm just saying, North Texas you, game. No one was making anything in the North Texas game. Now yeah, you got but, him no, up. Except for McNeil. In the first half, he's the only guy that did shit. You're really trying to find that? I mean, you're, you're, you're going to hang your hat on that for him? Look, the kid can shoot. He's averaging like 12 points a game. About 13, actually. 13? Yeah. No, but my point is, even if these guys don't get off to a great start, you want them to keep shooting because both of those guys can shoot. I want him to also do something other than break to a corner or a, or a free throw line extended three-point air. McNeil, he stands a lot. Then again, today I will. I mean, I'll, I'll he have stands to a lot. That. Today he didn't stand around a lot. He today he doesn't was moving. Stand it seemed like everybody was moving today. I mean, they play Friday. My my eyes are locked. Twenty two all game. All game stands a lot. Has so far, at least to me, it it appears he stands a lot. He he's he's kind of a uh, statuesque presence. Foul line extended behind the three point line on the left or right. 
he'll come off a cut, bounce out there, and then he kind of stands there, hoping for a dribble drive kick, whatever. He got some mid-range going today. Taz is a better player. I don't disagree with that. I think Taz might be the best scorer on the team. He Thank just doesn't you for shoot acknowledging. Enough. I've said this the whole fucking season. No, you have. Yes, I have. Uh, Yost, you, how many days you got left? Check tape. Yeah, I've got, I've got nine. I, I'm, I'm going to get on it. Going to go back and run some tape. No, I, I mean, I I love the three-guard lineup. And today you saw it with McCabe. Three-guard lineup's much more fluent. And I also think the three-guard lineup helps with uh, – I, I don't want to ask – Oscar deserves to start, but it's a much smoother run, much smoother running offense with just one big in. And well, yeah, because you're not you're not jammed. I mean, <clears throat> everything's so packed down in that lane with two big guys. And the, the thing is, Derek and O both look to score. Gabe doesn't look to to score often. Gabe looks to rebound and do white collar shit, blue collar shit. And he's not in your way, and I think that it's a much better lineup when they're not in there together. And I know everybody probably will freak out and say I'm an idiot, but I just think that it it, it runs smoother on offense when you don't have both of them in there together. Yes, they both deserve to start. Yes, they're both incredible players at this point in time right now. Derek's playing better. If you were going to split it and go with one, I'd go Gabe and Derek, but I'm not a coach. Um, I like Matthews. That's just my too. thought. They'll never do that. When they go small, though, they do. It looks looks it, good. It looks great, but he'll never do it to be – To start the – I know what you mean. I mean. Yeah, I'm surprised that McCabe's not starting, if we're being honest. He's kind of a guy set in his ways. Who would you start McCabe over, though? Nobody. No one. That's what, that's what I've said this two weeks Normally, ago. Normally, Huggins has a this set lineup. Yeah, it's the same lineup. He's got a loyalty to people. To who? To a fault. To a. F- Buddy, are you seriously going to tell me that Nate Nate deserve Nate to. Adrian deserved to start? Although even his junior year when he was playing some of the worst basketball, and he'll admit that his junior year was bad. He was hurt. Well, he couldn't shoot. Harler deserved to start over some of those guys last year? Yes. No. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. The other two guys didn't know what they were doing. Deuce knew what he was doing. Well. Deuce gives you a better team right there. But yet Harler started over Deuce. Uh, Harler started it too, though. It doesn't okay. it so. You couldn't play you could play Deuce at two. They're Deuce going is up a right point now guard. some. Uh, it's been well established. Look, either way, you know exactly what the fuck we're talking about when we say he has a loyalty to people who... I don't. I don't agree with that at all. He starts the best five that he thinks is going to play well together. There's more than just guys that get X amount of points. It's more about flow and running the offense and knowing what the hell to do on defense. Jayshon never started. Who would you you have started Jayshon over? I'd have to go back and look at the full They did start him once, and he didn't do shit. He was better coming off the bench. Well, Same thing with Tariq. All I'm saying, you're telling me he's always starting the best five. That's not always the case. And he I did does... not say the best five. Yes, you did. No. I, I just said that he starts the guys that he think will play best together, not necessarily the best five. Because if, if that was the case, he would have started Page. Page, I think, led our team in scoring that year. Jason Page and Tariq are still the only two getting any bites from the NBA. 
every year they they come over and play D League and get called up. Jay Sean was with the main Red Claws or whatever the fuck. I didn't know that. I knew Tariq was banging around the league a little bit. Tariq's with the Bullets, the the Bullets, the Wizards, whatever the fuck they are. They changed their name so much. Tariq was in with the the (laughs) the Wizards. Um, Jay Sean was on the G League. Um, They're still getting they're still getting looks, but I there there's I think he does have. A kind of set in his ways, like Jordan wearing the same fucking shorts under his uniform for 22 years. I think this guy likes to check the lineup card the same way unless injury forces otherwise. That's just my opinion. I don't agree with that, but, you know, it's a free country. They shot the shit out of the ball today. If they shoot like that every day, Gonzaga better be glad they didn't catch him shooting like that when they played Denver. They had to tap that ass. And my boys still didn't get going. He had himself a game, I believe, against Georgetown when he got thirteen and uh, oh, Emmett thirteen and six, and looked like he had a little dunk today. He's, he's he getting a little more into it, but he's still not completely there. And I'm telling you, man, if we can get twelve a game from him, look the fuck out. We're nasty. I don't. I don't think you need twelve from him. Every not every game. Not 12, every game. Twelve. Twelve from him is a promise blowout. As long as you get points elsewhere, he <clears throat> Matthews to me. Is a just a strange player. I mean, he he backdoor cuts so well, and he he only does it like once or twice a game. Yeah, and he gets a dunk, and then he'll hit jumpers, and then he won't. And you just, I I don't know. There, I would love to see more consistency from him. But even if he doesn't give you twelve to thirteen a game, um, he's still making a little bit of an impact. Your McNeil jersey arrived yesterday, by the way. When's I my ta- bring it. when when does my Taz Sherman come in? You don't get one. Just are you are you rocking the Taz? How about Taz's no. alley oop to O? I mean, that was nice. Taz is a fucking stud, dude. Taz can create off the bounce. Taz is Taz is just a stud. Taz should start. He should be rewarded for his play. And your boy should have to sit and wait to come off the bench. And yeah, I'm all for that. Spark. All for it. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm more concerned with who gets minutes, but it matters to you. Your love for 22 is just overflowing. I'm sitting here in this basement room now, and he's got a poster of McNeil up. He's added Yost. You should see it. Oh, gee. <laughs> right next to the Mike Collins INT pick. Yep. Yep. No, but overall, I mean, today was just great. It's a, a good day just to be a Mountaineer. Great now, you day, get, yeah. now you get four days rest. They get tomorrow off. Get you, uh, And then it start getting into business. Yep. Well, hey, Big Twelve schedule. Big Twelve, Big 12 schedule kicks. Hey, let me ask you this before we go into a break in our third segment. Let me ask you this: How do you guys feel about that fuckface Coach K just deciding that he's he takes two ass whippings at home and now he's got to cancel his non conference slate because it's too dangerous? Well, they canceled one well, game against Gardner Webb. Big fucking deal. He might not have won that. Yeah, it's still a, I'm going to take my ball and go home type of attitude that all those fucking schools like that have. The the yeah, thing that cracked me up was, about that was, was he was one of the guys that was like, we have to play this year. That it's unsafe and let's cancel. And then Bama's, two and two. Bama's coach calling him out. I bet you if he wins yeah. those two games, he ain't talking about canceling. That's what Robbie yeah. Hummel said during our game. Yeah. And it's such bullshit. And it's such a bullshit attitude. And it's bullshit that they let him pull that. And Fuck it's bullshit you. that they're in the top ten. If you're going to quit, quit, motherfucker. Take your team, tuck tail, and stay in He did in once. It was called back surgery. Do you remember that? Well, yes, I do. 
let him do whatever he wants to do, but you can't just cancel your non-conference slate because guess what, asshole? You're still traveling to play those ACC games, so fuck off. You got beat twice. Take it like a man. Get your team better or continue to get your ass whipped. But either way, take it on the chin. Don't take your ball and run away. That's bullshit. Calipari is getting their brains beat out, and he ain't talking about tucking tail and running. Nope. Actually, actually, the opposite. He said, hey, I probably overscheduled. We're going to take our lumps, and you guys are just going to have to deal – fans are going to have to deal with it. Like, Good for we'll him. get better. Good for him. Yeah, I much prefer that to, than what Coach K said. The only time I respect Coach K is when he's coaching the USA team. And he's not doing that anymore, so nobody's got to worry about it. So fuck off, Coach K. Take your ball and go home. Nobody cares about you or your team. Fuck Duke. Fuck the ACC. The Mounties are coming to kick your fucking door in. It's go time. We play like we played today, national championship. Oh, yeah. We're playing for one. Lock it in. Lock that play in. Lock it in. Get on the odds now, folks. Draft You've Kings. heard it here first. DraftKings, lock it in. DraftKings will take your money here in the state. Lock it in. They uh, sure will. Bet responsibly. I like it. Yeah, don't bet more Actually, than Actually, put your whole house. Put Bet the farm on the Mounties to win the national championship. Yeah, go ahead and roll that 401k over right there. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Whoa, we'll give out beers of the year for the football team. Beers of the week for the hoops team. If you want to give out beers of the year for the football team, we can. I think that's a pretty easy decision. Oh, really easy for. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. What's up, Mountaineer Nation? This is Grant Wiley, and you're listening to Section 304 Podcast. Let's go, Mountaineers. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. I'm steady trying to find the motive. Why do what I do? If freedom ain't getting no closer. No matter how far I go, my car is stolen. Stolen. No registration. Cops patrolling. Patrolling. And that don't stop me and I get locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. Locked up. They won't let me out. No. They won't let me out. Locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. Locked up. They won't let me out. No. They won't let me out. Heading uptown to Rio. Couple peeps, the corner blocks on fire, and the covers dressed as peeps, making so much money, products moving fast. Welcome back in. It's time to uh, hand out our Beer of the Year awards for the football team, give you a couple Beer of the Weeks for the basketball team, and then maybe throw in a couple extra shots on the side for some guys. And now, 
Yost, you want to start this shit up, Captain Quarantine? Yeah, I'll start. My, I mean, my bear of the year for the football team, I, I mean, it's just going to be a keg for the two Stills brothers. I mean, those those guys work their ass off. They, you know, in-state kids. And then, I mean, I hate to see Darius go. Hopefully Dante comes back, gives us one more year. So that's who, uh, that for the football team, that's who's getting my beers. Basketball team for both games. The first game, I'm going to have to give it to. Uh, I'm going to have to get. I'm going to give it to Deuce. But then for today's game, I'm I'm giving it to the whole team. I mean, that performance today was unbelievable. So I mean, you're getting to see glimpses of what this team can do, and hopefully, what they're going to continue to do the rest of the season. I'm going opposite of you with the Steels brothers. I'm going to give my beer of the year to Letty, and then I'm going to give one to uh, Tony Fields. That's my guy. Tony's out. Tony's going to get drafted. Hopefully he ends up a big blue in New York. Giants need a lot of shit, but, uh, you know, I take getting T. Fields back there to uh, to run around and patrol the secondary for him. And then uh, basketball, beer of the week, D.C., I mean, got to give it to D.C., and then I'm going to throw my boy McCabe a little shot of uh, Don Julio for his performance today. Coming in, banging down two threes, getting the steal, getting the break going. My boy McCabe is back, the point god. Eight and a half minutes a game is what he's giving, baby. Eight and a half minutes a game. Give it to him, J-Mac. minutes, though. Give it to That's him, J-Mac. Let him know, brother. All right, for me, I mean, offensively, it's it's Letty Brown. That's a no-brainer. Defensively, though, West Virginia had the fifth highest rated secondary in the country this year. There it is. The linchpin of that was Tyke Smith. There it is. So, Tyke Smith was our best player, maybe overall. Maybe. But definitely on defense. So I'm, I'm getting, and he's coming back next year. So the future is bright in the secondary. You get uh, Dre Sean back, Nick Troy Fortune. Um, I, I think a die might be a guy who comes back, even though he was a senior this year, to get more reps at, at a higher level. So that'll be something interesting to watch. And um, yeah, I mean they're going to be tough next year. The secondary. So. Tyke and Letty for basketball. I'm 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 gonna give it to McNeil. <laughs> McNeil, if McNeil doesn't score in the first half against North Texas, we have like six points. We don't need any excuses. We understand. <laughs> we I mean, that ain't gonna argue with us. Yeah, we get it. It's dude. your pick. You're allowed to pick him. We get it. Good for you. He he had a big game today too. He's a big time player. Big time players make big time players make big time plays. Start calling him uh, Machine Gun McNeil. (laughs) (laughs) He certainly shoots it a lot. No, but they were great. The team today was awesome. Looked good. Best game I've seen him play in a long time. Hopefully, most complete performance they've had since probably back in 2010. It's been a while. It's definitely been a while. I don't know. Oh, I mean, you get back, 10, 15 the, years. Some of those press Virginia teams hammered Kansas when they were number one and hammered Baylor when they were number one. But 
57% from the field's pretty goddamn good. Not too many teams can can fuck with us if we score 80 points. Yep. Game over. We'll catch back up next week, huh? I got well, a prediction. I mean, what's your what's your prediction for Friday? Friday? I mean, after coming off a win like this, got Iowa State. Iowa State, I mean, I, I we're, well, I watched Iowa State a little bit against Iowa on Friday night. I, I have you all watched Iowa? Nope. Yeah, Iowa's they're pretty, pretty damn good. good. But Iowa State got their ass kicked. I think we'll take care of <laughs> Iowa State. That's your prediction. You going to give a score? You going to blow out? We'll route? win by twelve. How many points are your boy going to have? McNeil. Yep. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen points for Sean McNeil. Deuce will have sixteen to twenty, and Culver will get a double double. Sherman will have double figures. We'll see how the rest shakes out. I don't know. I think O O's going to be the guy to watch. Can he build off of this one? Because I thought his effort was great today. I really did. And he's he's been it just he's been frustrated the whole year with fouls. So we'll see what happens. I do have a prediction though. We're gonna beat Kansas and Lawrence. Hell yeah! I'll tell you why. You know why? No, no fans. Ah, true. I, I think we blow Iowa State up. I think uh, Taz continues to play well. I think DC has another, you know, fourteen and ten type night. Uh, Deuce will get what he's going to get about fourteen points. Uh, McNeil will chip in around nine or so. Um, I think we. I think we. I think we roll. I think it'll be close for for a minute i think we'll pull away late in the second half and put them to bed and uh you know move on and we'll be here next sunday to tell you all about it give you our thoughts crumb will tell you why mcneil's the greatest shooter in college football next sunday or greatest shooter in college basketball next sunday when we get back together and hopefully yost will be back with us that's my plan (laughs) what's that looking like yost you should be back Sunday. In color so, I week. should be out of lockdown. Well, I guess Sunday or Monday. <clears throat> so I'm thinking he'll be back next Sunday. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, I should be good. Corona can't keep him <laughs> locked down. No. Guy's making steaks in a fucking cast iron pan. You can't even fire your grill up, dude. I was out of propane. That's why, I, <laughs> and I can't go get it. So, but hey. I'm having. I had some propane delivered uh, yesterday. Don't sleep on a cast iron, right, Yost? Do what? I said, don't sleep on a cast iron skillet, man. Oh, man, I, I, I like me cooking in a cast iron. I do, too. He always makes three steaks whenever he's making his meals. If, if you don't know a cast not iron this skillet. this time I didn't. I just did one. I got another one in the fridge for later. I got a ration this shit right now. I mean, I've got nothing to do. Normally, I cook three steaks because I eat on them the rest of the week. This time, it's like a need to kind of occupy my time i like to cook so i saved a steak for later in the week to cook there you go do you have a cast iron no get out of west Virginia, you need a buddy. cast iron <clears throat> i think my brother has moved a cast to move to ohio i don't i don't cook a whole lot dude. do you not no fuck no i figure you'd be a good grill man i can grill I, I don't do it often i grill and i set a smoker up for you but uh i'm not I'm not in the kitchen. My brother's the one that went to culinary school. We cook, so I just eat the shit, drink beer, and buy the... What's he whip up that's real good? I buy the food and drink beer, and he cooks it. But he ain't make you about anything. Really? Yeah. He's good with it. He's nasty. He got him a flat-top grill last year for Christmas. He's nasty on that motherfucker. He gets down hibachi style. He serve it up. He's, he's the go-to guy. 
Gentlemen, we'll do it again next week, right? Sounds good to me. With Yost in tow, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for the day. Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through this, we appreciate it. And uh, let's hope we come out Friday, shoot 57%, beat the dog shit out of Iowa State. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's hey, go drink some beers. motherfuckers back for football. Man, that's a wrap. Yeah.